Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. How's everyone doing? 49ers with a huge, huge win. Wow. Uh, Really handled business. It got off to an interesting start with the Trent Sherfield 75-yard touchdown. And then after that, it felt like this 49ers defense really settled in. Uh, As you guys can hear, I'm still getting over the illness that has been plaguing me all week. But I'm excited to be here and talk some 49ers football and What's up to everyone that's already filling chat from Ziggy, Traffic, Google Account, EJ, uh, IG45, Brad Jones, Killswitch. We got a whole Joel's in here. What's up, Joel? How's it going? WTM, what's up, everyone? What a fantastic game for the 49ers. Uh, Some big question marks, you know, of course, that are going to be moving forward. Of course, Jimmy Garoppolo is out after the first series, a series that he looked pretty good. Uh, but he gets sacked and he gets Jalen Phillips rolls up on his foot. Uh, I fear that it's probably a broken foot. I don't know if we're going to hear that in the end, but Brock Purdy comes in and is able to run the offense good enough. Jordan Mason with some big runs, Christian McCaffrey with huge runs, Debo making plays as well. It seemed like the 49ers playmaker stepped up and helped the young guy along the way today. And I think that is exciting, but yeah, it's just like EJ saying, hope, hopefully Jimmy's good. Hey, uh, there's going to be some question marks we'll see. And what's up? David V um, re-ups his membership. So thank you, David V, for handling businesses. Says Bosa. So he uses, he's been a member for 15 months, and he uses uh, his membership ability to leave a super chat that says Bosa. And boy, was Bosa fantastic today. Uh, Richard Sherman tweeted during the game, defensive you know, player of the year. I think he has to be in consideration for it. He's been absolutely spectacular 
all year long, and and he was in this game. And boy, was it nice to have Eric Armstead back. Uh, that stunt where Bosa came to the inside is completely cleared out by Eric Armstead getting that push and taking you know two guys to the right side so Bosa could get the full loop around. That was fantastic. Of course, Bosa gets home uh, for the strip sack at the end of two attack of Iloa. That was huge as well. Just absolutely fantastic. And Bosa leads the league in sacks now. What just um just amazing. And and overall, this was a really really good performance from the 49ers defense. It felt like Tua, yeah, he got the first throw, but after that, it felt like he never really got comfortable, and that he was never really comfortable with going against this 49ers defense. Um, I mean, the time of possession alone in this football game is ridiculous. The 49ers holding the ball for 41 minutes to the to the Dolphins 19. Uh 24 first downs. That is ridiculous. Uh 121 rushing yards for the 49ers. It felt like the Dolphins gave up on the rush running attack. Uh, it didn't matter what Raheem Mostert said during the week or what Jeff Wilson Jr. said during the week. They did not even try to run the football against the 49ers. Raheem had a couple of runs, uh, but really nothing going there. Overall, the 49ers just absolutely dominated. They look like the better football team all along the way. And, you know, four turnovers for the Dolphins. I mean, that's big time for the 49ers. Niners taking advantage. Um, and JLE says, yes, sir, without Jimmy, uh still d still dominated so yeah it's it's big time right it's big time so um i, I think that when it comes down to it you know and, and thank you so much jaley for using your member benefit jaley's been a member for 14 months uh it's just the 49ers coming showing up and, and making the plays that they need to make and doing what they need to do and it's a championship caliber defense and as long as you have a championship caliber defense led by players like nick bosa and uh and Fred Warner and Dre freaking Greenlaw, right? I mean, Dre freaking Greenlaw was so good today. Uh, that play where he's battling with Gasecki on fourth down ends up being huge in this football game. But this defense is real deal. And th this defense uh, is the reason the 49ers have a chance, no matter who is the quarterback, to win games. And we're going to have question marks about Brock Purdy, you know, moving forward. We'll see. I thought he did okay today. Um, I'm not ready to put him up there, you know, in this category of a really good quarterback. And there's going to be question marks surrounding this position. But uh, Ulysses says Super Bowl defense. You're right, Ulysses. You're right. Uh, Grimace says Armstead back and Bosa has three sacks. Interesting how that works, huh? And that's part of the reason you want Armstead is because he makes those, he helps make everybody's uh, game easier. Um, Mr. Mike Mike says, hell yeah, let's go Niners. Niners for life. Love that. Um, Brad Jones says, if only Jalen Ramsey bothered to cover DK, we'd be two and a half games up on the Seahawks. You're right. Uh, Lou says, Ant, great team effort. Brock came through when he was called upon and Bosa was lights out. It was a great performance. And it felt like, uh, that's the one thing I can give credit to Brock Purdy. The, the, the situation never seems too big for him. He always seems cool, calm and collected. Even when he makes mistakes, he misses open receivers. He doesn't get rattled. He just gets back in there and competes again. That's a little bit different from him and Nick Mullins. I know a lot of people are comparing the two. I feel like Nick Mullins will sometimes get a little, uh, you know, crazy, get quick feet, get a little irritated or, or happy feet in the pocket. I don't see that from Brock Purdy. The guy's as cool as a cucumber. I mean, which he's going to have to be. And you saw uh, 
the Dolphins go back to what they did last year so much that that zero coverage, bring everyone all pressure and just make you beat them. And Kyle Shannon did a really good job. The quick screen, the CMC, the quick slants, getting the ball out in time. Uh, the the nice rub route to the side. If you're going to run zero coverage, you're allowing Jawan Jennings to run off behind Debo and then break off into the flat. Those were very easy reads. That's the one thing about zero coverage. If you're going to run it, you're going to get easy reads, and that's going to help someone like Purdy. So, yeah, pressure for a normal rookie quarterback uh, would be a problem for him. Since it's so cool, calm, and collected, he's able to make the reads, and you simplified it by going to zero coverage or man coverage across the board. I think that is really what helped a lot, and Kyle Shannon was able to use his quarterback strengths to the best. I felt like the offense really got it going. Uh, in certain stints, and the defense was just as good as they always are. They're just really fantastic. Uh, Jan says, told y'all Purdy is the baby goat. Not ready to put him in that category yet, uh, but I did enjoy his performance. I thought he made some very tough throws. I was excited about him. I feel like we can win football games uh, in the short term with him. So I think that that's at least we're still a competitive football team because we have the defense that we have for sure. And ready to Tony says Brock is better than most backups. I think he does. He gives us a chance to win. That's all you can ask from your backup. And I think the good news is he's only going to get better. So, I mean, that's the thing. We're going to have a good backup quarterback for several years now. Jelly says Purdy, not bad for that last pick in the draft. No, it, it pays the dividends, right? Mr. Irrelevant becomes relevant. And what's up, Daryl? How's it going? Says, yes, family. Uh, Mike says Jimmy's Jimmy's a bum. Uh, we've been winning games not because of him or for sure purdy came in and did his thing i feel like the team we could have been winning games with me under center i think it feels like that sometimes mike but uh jimmy garoppolo completing over 70 percent of his passes it's not like brock purdy came in and did that against this miami defense i do believe that if jimmy garoppolo would have stayed healthy especially after seeing that first drive uh the 49ers you know would have had a better offensive performance uh, but what it did prove was that when you have an elite defense like this and you constantly are given opportunities, you have an elite play caller like Kyle Shanahan that can put you in good situations to be successful, then you're going to be able to dominate the time of possession, keep your defense fresh so they can close out games down the stretch. Uh, but it does feel like that when you have a great defensive playmakers like this, like any bum can do it. But we've seen in the past with Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard that not any bum can do it. And that's why I don't think Brock Purdy's a bum. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo's a bum. Uh, I think that, you know, they're, they're, they're NFL quarterbacks for a reason. Uh, Brad says, what did you think of Purdy's interception? I didn't mind it at all. No, for the situation at which it was, um, it's really not it's really not that bad of a situation. In fact, if the ball would have been knocked down, it would have been a better play. But Zaven Howard, he went ahead and, um, you know, tried to or made the interception, which works out. It's one of those things, right? It works out like a punt. Um, so I didn't really have a problem with the interception. I do wish that he would have found the check down to CMC. But you've seen him adjust that later, which means coaching points. Uh, he listened to what Greasy said. And then he went ahead and changed it later. But uh, I mean, you have a a number one, or you know, your your number one guy against man coverage in Brandon Ayuk. You have a one on one situation. You go ahead and take a chance. Did it work out? No. Uh, but in the grand scheme of things, it worked out. Uh, Ziggy says, if you think we can continue to win without Jimmy, you don't know much about football. It'll be tough. It really will be tough. I think in the short term, you can always figure out ways. Uh, but I mean, you've got the goat coming up next, right? You've got freaking Tom Brady 
I wish we had Jimmy Garoppolo going against Tom Brady. I think uh, that Tampa Bay offense hasn't been very good, but their defense is really good. So I think that's what to remember. And what's up, Spy Nick Danger? Welcome to chat. Um, Brandy says Brock and Jennings are two last picks. Yeah, two seventh round picks that are have paid dividends for the 49ers. They've done so good in late round draft picks and undrafted free agents like Jordan Mason, uh, Aziz Alshire. I mean, Emmanuel Mosley, guys that are late or undrafted that have made huge dividends and paid huge dividends. you got to give that to the scouting staff of the 49ers and overall the overall organization locating players. Uh, it, it's it's very, very impressive overall. Um, Google accounts is hot. Looks like Jackson Kruger Sports has a Brock Purdy breakdown video up already. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, he says it's weird when the media starts lighting up Jimmy G. Something always starts to happen. It's unfortunate, you know, and you could literally see that injury. That was rough. Uh, I felt for Jimmy. I never want to see anybody get hurt. Uh, that's tough. You don't want to see that at all. So um, hopefully Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, has a sprained foot or, or something. Uh, if you guys find out what it is from the press conferences, let me know. Um, <clears throat> even if they say it's going to be like, you know, you know, further tests or whatever, but um, very curious to see what it is. Uh, Michael says, I like what Purdy did to pump your to pump your brakes. Miami did not prepare for Purdy. Now teams will watch film and be prepared. So let's see how Purdy can manage it. You're right. They'll understand what his strengths and weaknesses are. Uh, they are prepared for an offense that had Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm. And, you know, he's not at the helm. So I think you are right there, uh, Michael. And, you know, that's the thing. Teams will prepare, and the Buccaneers are freaking great. Um, so, yeah. And WTM with the $1.99 Super Chat says, can you imagine this team healthy at full strength? Uh, yeah, that would be wonderful. You know, I mean, that's the thing. This team is is built, as we've been saying. It's one of the best um, top-to-bottom roster-wise in the entire league. And I think they go out and prove it every single week. Um, traffic's with an interesting question here, and I've seen this on Twitter already too. If Jimmy is out for a considerable amount of time, do you give Cam Newton a look? Um, I think they will bring quarterbacks in for a look, depending on what's up with Jimmy Garoppolo. I expect them to want to add a veteran presence. I know they got Eason on the practice squad, but I think you're going to want to bring in somebody who's available is a bigger question. I'm not sure. I haven't really had a chance to go out and look, but I expect them to work out some guys. Um, take a look at, for some veteran guys and see who's available. Uh, but this is a championship caliber team right now. There, if there's a quarterback that is either retired or available, they are interested in coming to play for the San Francisco 49ers. But hopefully, Jimmy's nothing too serious and he's going to be able to play because we could really use Jimmy Garoppolo down the stretch, knowing that we have Brock Purdy at least in a pinch to come in. Um. And then 49 Gal says, we'll be re-signing Kurt Benkirk again on the practice. Well, I mean, they have Eason on the practice squad. So they don't really need to bring in Kurt Benkirk. Um, they can go ahead and, and just roll with Eason that they got. I expect them to bring in a veteran, though. I really do. I think they're going to try to bring in somebody else because um, you have two of the younger guys. Eason's been in the league for a few years, but I just think it's better. And what's up, David Campbell? How's it going? Soothing sounds. How's it going? Soothing sounds. Says, Purdy reminded me of Jimmy's first start as a Niner. I mean, that's it, right? You're just out there playing. Uh, he has his little celebration thing. I thought that was interesting. It was fun. Um, it was a big win for the 49ers, you know, and, and they go over 30 points. The defense, a big reason why. Uh, I mean, interceptions by Lenore. 
uh, Jimmy Ward, the you know the the scoop and score by Drake Greenlaw. I mean, it was it was one heck of a performance for the the Forty Niners defense. That defense and D'Amico Ryan's uh, win the day. And you know what? Yeah, I'll tell you, the Forty Niners run game is is good, and this continues Kyle Shanahan's streak of playing very well against guys who have coached with him, Sean McVay. Um, uh, Lafleur in in Green Bay and and add McDaniel to that list of guys that Kyle Shanahan does a very good job scheming up and coaching against. I think it's huge. And D'Amico Ryan's boy, because his stock just threw the roof or what? Uh, David says for McDaniel being a supposed run guru, he sure doesn't run much. Yeah, before the season, he said he was going to run it. You know, seventy five percent of the time, he doesn't. They don't even try to run the football. Um, and what's up, 49ers Faithful Forever says defense gave up two explosive play TDs, and that was it all game. That was nice. I mean, that was the thing. There was no consistent drives. 49ers defense wasn't on the field very long. They were fresh down the stretch, and that's what did Miami in. Uh, a healthy uh, Nick Bosa down the stretch, he closed it. It was closing time, and he took care of it. And him and Ebucom absolutely crushed uh, Tua on that on that. St- uh, sack that ended up being the scoop and score for Greenlaw. I mean, crushed him. Uh, Moses, so far, I haven't heard anything on Jimmy G. I'm waiting. Uh, they're normally Brad Jones and them say, okay, They Brad says they said Jimmy was getting x-rays during the game, and the fact they changed from ankle to foot makes me think they know what it is already. Uh, maybe they do, and we'll see. We'll see what ends up coming from the overall, what Kyle says. Randy said our best feature is the ability to stay in games after major injuries. I think that they've learned. They've adapted over the years. 2020, uh, they overcame injuries a lot. 2021, they did. And it just feels like they just continue to overcome. Um, and, you know, we like, Jan, we like um, Brock Purdy. But we're just saying pump the brakes. I know he looked good in this game. But um, just give it time because defense are going to adjust to what he does. Uh, Randy says, what's there to figure out about Brock? What they'll do is figure out his tendencies, what he likes to do, um, where he likes to throw the ball, the fact that his arm isn't very strong. And what they're going to do is they're going to try to clamp down on everything. So the Jimmy Garoppolo defense that you saw last year, load up the box, go ahead and play tight coverage on every single receiver and make Brock Purdy beat them down the field is coming your way. Uh, So that's it. And Moses says what the offense needs to get under control is that zero blitz for sure. Yeah, being able to pick it up, finding quick outlets, and that could have been part of it, right? Brock Purdy not understanding every single one of his hot reads. Um, He did on some of them. Man, that throw over the middle to George Kittle, uh, when he's got someone bearing down his face, that was absolutely fantastic throw. Um, That that was one of the best throws I think I've seen him make all day. It was was really, really great. Permaculture says, let's go. Dre Greenlaw looking like a stud out there today. Yeah, I'm glad they have him re-signed for a couple more years. Uh, Jag says, Mostert and Wilson Jr. total 33 rush yards. So much for talking back. Yeah, right? That's what's up. Uh, K. Norton says, 916 Faithful. What's up, K. Norton line of Judah? Hope you're having a good one. Uh, for, <laughs> for, uh, no Cam Newton from uh, 40 Hours Faithful. I'm with you. Uh, I I don't like Cam. I I think there's other options, hopefully that are out there. Uh, I don't know though. You know, we'll we'll see. Um, Brad says give Drew Brees a call. That's actually who I was thinking. That's why I said if there's someone that's retired that might be out there available. I I mean if if Jimmy is out, you know, 
Uh, Kay Norton says Jimmy is fine to, uh, it's a toe, not an ankle. Interesting. Is, is that legit? Is that what it is? It ends up being a toe. Uh, team Cali says great team effort by all three phases. Great win. I'm with you. What's up, T.O.? It's been a while. Always good when T.O. comes through. I wonder if Drew Brees would be interested. So we're all having the same feelings at the same time. And David Campbell says Dolphins should have spent more on defense. That's the interesting thing. They actually have a lot of money tied up on defense, right? They've used top draft picks like Jalen Phillips, who's a first-round pick. He's really good. For, uh, used to be at the University of Miami, formerly of UCLA. Broke him down extensively during the draft process. I really liked him a couple years ago. Um, but they also, you know, they traded for Bradley Chubb. They got um, Melvin Ingram. They, they've got Zayvon Howard, right? They've got a lot of talent. I think where they're they maybe lacking a little bit potentially is on the interior defensive line. But even then, they got uh, Wilkins from Clemson. I mean, lots of top picks. They spent a lot there. For whatever reason, they just don't play good. Could it be defensive coordinator? Possibly. Uh, so we'll see. And Brad Jones says press conference hasn't started yet. So still waiting on any of that news. Uh, Jay Ellie says at least Phillip Rivers played his, played last year and gets rid of the ball quick. I did not think of Phillip Rivers. Uh, Quest for Six says Nick Foles. Interesting, interesting thought. I didn't even know where Foles is. Uh, Phillip Rivers. I mean, how many people would be willing to cheer for Phillip Rivers? I don't know. I mean, he's... You're right. He can get rid of the ball quick. Uh, he's a he's got a lot of talent. He's a talented dude. Uh, interesting. Soothing says I was fully expecting us to be blown out today because we typically can't keep up with deep balls. We we're definitely cut down a few times, but front line kept getting it. Yeah, I mean, I think the Trent Sherfield one. Uh, I think that caught them off guard. That first you know first play of the game, and then the one to Tyreek Hill is a complete blown coverage. Uh, that's just what it is. The way that you saw the cornerbacks playing. Talanoa Fonga supposed to be in the center of the field. He wasn't. He thought he was going to jump Tua throwing it over the middle because that's kind of what Tua does. And Tua went down the field to Tyreek Hill. They took advantage of it. Huge. Um, Ziggy says, I think Purdy had a great game today, but I just think teams will figure him out. I'm in pretty good agreement with you, Ziggy. I think the one thing I do like about him, though, is, like I said earlier, he's just cool, calm, and collected. So I think he can continue to adjust and get better. Um, but you know, it, it is a, it's a different level right now. He's still a young rookie quarterback. So I'm with you. It's going to be a little bit more of a struggle in Galley says the two challenges just came on time by Kyle and big plays because both of them were Charverius Ward making a play on a Trent Sherfield when it should have been a catch and on Gasecki, Drake Greenlaw just being draped all over him and never giving up and taking the ball all the way to the ground. It was one of those things. What was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed that. So a great competition there. Shooter says, Ant, did it seem like commentators were hyping up the Dolphins all game long, even though they were losing? Or was it just me? Of course they are. Uh, they want Miami to be a big time. They love offense in this league. They wanted Miami to be a big time team. They want another, me you know, another media darling. And when it came down to it, the 49ers defense is just too good. Uh, 49ers Faithful says, uh, spot on challenges. Mason is a bulldozer. I'm with you. I know there was a lot of the third and ones and fourth and ones where I'm like, just give the ball to Mason. I didn't think they could stop him. So uh, Dankin Kit says, uh, that's what happens when Finns actually play someone. Interesting. Uh, Max Dillon says, Dolphins blitzing a bunch of time, but got rejected. They did. They brought a ton of blitzes. I mean, it was a ton of blitzes. 
And, you know, that's the thing is when you're going to when you live by the blitz like that, you can somewhat die by the blitz. Um, so that's the thing. You take those chances and it's a problem. And Mike says 74 watching. Let's get some more likes. Yeah, appreciate that, Mike. Trying to get some likes. I, I really, really appreciate that. But thanks, everyone that's tuning in and talking 49ers versus Dolphins. A great win. And, and Portola, are you really doing this? Uh uh josh rosen don't 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 do me like that with josh rosen please uh freaking hilarious traffic says the end of that game was amazing to watch reminding me of bronco seahawks super bowl i like that you know and that's what happens a lot of times when there's an offense as highly touted going against the number one defense the defense normally shows up uh the defense showed up again today i thought the 49ers besides the one deep one i know that we sure feel the touchdown but the one deep one to tyree kill that was the one eerily uh, similar to things I remember from you know years past, but other than that, the 49ers didn't look like they were you know not athletic enough, not fast enough. They were really playing up to the level that they needed to play. So I'm I've been excited about that. And Randy Daytona says toe pain sucks though. If it really is a toe like a turf toe thing, that really sucks. WTM says what's wrong with Cam Newton over Purdy? Um, no, there's a couple of things. Number one. Uh, Cam Newton's arm has very much diminished uh, since he came into the league where he used to be one of the strongest arm throwers in the league. I mean, the dude was tremendous. Uh, I was a huge fan of Cam Newton. Um, he doesn't have the rhythm and pace and, and timing in his throws anymore. That's that's number one. Plus, he hasn't been in this offense. Brock Purdy's a smooth operator. This is an offense that's hard to pick up. So I think that's part of it. And Randy Detona says Flacco, but Flacco's with the Jets. So he was actually suited today. Um, Max, Max says we were always rusty in the start of the game. Uh, the, the defense got caught one time and then they eased right into it. The 49ers, uh, offense was not rusty today though. They marched it down the field and, and got, only got a field goal. We got the, the guy coming free off the edge, which ended up it being the Jimmy Garoppolo injury. Uh, but I thought the offense was executing pretty high. And then coach Tim says, we're not signing another quarterback. Trust me. And especially Drew Brees. Dolphins are a team still building. They're at least two years away from comparing for a Super Bowl cream rise to the top. I disagree to a point, Coach Tim. And the reason I do is I think you want to bring a, a veteran presence to back up Brock Purdy. Because if something happens to Brock Purdy, you want to be able to go with somebody that can continue the streak of winning football games, somebody that can make plays. I'm not saying it has to be Drew Brees or Phillip Rivers or someone like that, but an experienced veteran quarterback, a, a, a Foles, Somebody like that um, instead of Jacob Eason. I think that that would make a lot of sense for the 49ers. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm good with that. What's up, Stovey? How's it going? Says hype win. Uh, Tommy says Moster did a whole lot of nothing. He he really did. He did a whole lot of nothing. Luke Luna says, what was that ref looking at? What the F? We shouldn't have had to challenge. That's just crazy. You're right. You know, that was the first one from Sherfield. I saw Chris Kasarik and a bunch of them saying incomplete. Uh, and then the one to Gasecki, I don't know how anyone thought that was complete. That was on that sideline. That was wild. So I'm with you on that one. That didn't make any sense to me either. And uh, 40 Hours Faithful says, Tua was playing scared. He did seem scared. It was funny because RG3 actually tweeted before the game, Tua's not afraid of your number one defense. And he had to kind of put a picture of himself being like, ooh, uh, because he definitely was. He was amped. I mean, he made that good throw to Sherfield, But after that, he was floating the ball. He was getting underneath it. If you see a lot of his releases, he's underneath the football. And when you do that, you're going to float it. Uh, so he was a little amped and he was letting his uh, motion get a little away from him. And that was causing him some issues. So 
Uh, 49ers defense was in his head. I think he was worried about getting the ball over the top of Fred Warner and Trey Greenlaw playing the middle of the field. And that, that psychologically got to him. But um, he made a couple of throws, but just too many mistakes. Uh, Tommy says, next time, Mostert, keep that mouth closed, sir. Yeah, it'd probably be a good idea. Um, good idea. And Coach Tim says, the 49ers showed today they have a championship defense that can carry the team if needed. I'm totally confident in them, our special teams, and our run game to win games going forward until Jimmy G is a go. Yeah, I'm curious when we get Jimmy G back. Um, wow, T.O. says, Jimmy G needs surgery? Is season ending for Jimmy? Oh, my gosh. Uh, that is just awful. Jimmy's injury, maybe... It season ending is from whatever i'm seeing a broken foot done for the season oh my gosh this is several broken bones this is terrible to hear um wow i don't know what the 49ers do from here it's gonna be crazy uh they are definitely gonna sign a veteran quarterback um i, I just honestly think they're going to uh this is terrible news for everyone that's coming in here right now uh, breaking news, Jimmy Garoppolo more than likely done for the year with broken foot, uh, having foot surgery. Um, wow, that is that is very, very nuts and very unfortunate for the 49ers. Another, you know, I mean, this is a championship team and uh, they've suffered two injuries to quarterbacks uh, this year. This is. This is uh, terrible, you know, and that's and this is what you don't want. Jimmy was playing at a really high level this year. Um, he was operating this offense. Then he was a big reason why the 49ers were, you know, winning football games the way he ran this team. Uh, so it's unfortunate that Jimmy Garoppolo goes down. Um, and Brad says Nick Foles is on the Colts. So, yeah, I don't know where the 49ers are going to go for quarterback. I guess it's going to have to be um, Brock Purdy. So we'll we'll see. And uh, permaculture says, "Lace them up, Steve Young. We need you." Oh, geez, it's gonna be, it's wild. It is wild. Uh, traffic says this defense is shaping up to be something special with weapons we have on offense. We have to sign a veteran who can come in and not just be one who loses the game. Um, Lou says, "Very unfortunate for Jimmy. Any ideas of re uh, of any ideas of re-signing him are done." Yeah, I think so. You know, I think that's that's really that's really sucky. Um, I think, you know, it, it's it's too bad that Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. Um, and now the question marks surrounding this season. You know, I mean the 49ers have found a way to win this game of finding a way to continue to win this year is gonna be difficult with, you know, a backup quarterback. Um, that's not Trey Lance and it's not Jimmy Garoppolo. It's gonna be somebody else. And Quest for Six is saying Phillip Rivers may be the best option. Yeah, I don't know who the who the option's going to be. You know what I mean? I mean, who who is going to be um, available? You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's pretty interesting. I was hoping this wasn't going to be the case. Um, but it looks like it is. Looks like Jimmy is done. And now the 49ers are going to have to, you know, go ahead and try to figure out where to go from here. And, you know, I mean, I think it's, it's unfortunate, but there's no way they're going Brock Purdy and Jacob Eason as their quarterbacks. Um, I mean, they talk about this defense really, I mean, want to make a name for yourself. Uh, I mean, the the Baltimore Baltimore won a Super Bowl with uh, Trent Dilfer. If the 49ers win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, talk about being listed as one of the greatest of all time. 
absolutely wild. I can't believe it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are saying no Philip Rivers. Um, I know how to feel about that. Um, uh, Mike says, I'm behind Purdy all the way. Hopefully everything goes well with Jimmy, but I think we get better off without him because we know where his ceiling is. Uh, Quest for Six is going to be like the Ravens we were with the defense Purdy game managing. Got to sign someone soon, too. This isn't CMC who can come play the first week. Yeah, you're going to have to bring in somebody, right, that can that can come in and learn the offense. They're not going to be able to come in and play right away. Um, you know, and there's just not going to be that many players available. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, he retired. I don't know if you want to go that route. Um, you know, Josh Johnson's not going to be a better option, you know, than what's already out there. You know, like we people brought up uh, Cam Newton. Um, I mean, there's just not a lot. There is just not a lot. I don't know. This is tough. This is really tough. Oh, my gosh. Just thinking about these possible names that are on there. You know, and a lot of people are say, a lot of people are bringing up um, Brock Purdy, the Kurt Warner story part two from Joe Rockstar. He's going to have to be right if the 49ers are going to win a Super Bowl. David Campbell says maybe one of Philip Rivers' 15 kids is ready to step up. <laughs> Uh, Brad, do we go get Nick Mullins? I don't even think he's available. Uh, Travis is Alex Smith, or is he done from injuries? I, I think he's pretty much retired. Um, O'Reilly behind. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're all going to rally behind Brock Purdy. Uh, the question is, you know, do you get somebody else, a veteran, to back him up at least? Um, you know, I mean, I, and somebody like Fitzmagic would make sense. Uh, to become in a veteran that can learn this offense. I think it's a better option than Jacob Eason. You leave Eason on the practice squad, uh, but you're going to have to do something. And, you know, that's the thing. If Jimmy's going to go on the IR uh, for the year, it's going to free up a roster spot so you wouldn't have to make any other moves. Uh, Jonathan uh, says, bring Trey back. I, I don't know if Trey's going to be ready. Uh, Portola says, Big Ben. Uh, Big Ben did retire. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be available. Uh, I don't know if he would come back. I don't know if the 49ers would want him to come in. Uh, Quest for Six is Blake Bortles. Eh. Uh, 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 and then Cyrus says maybe Cap. I just think with everything that's going on, like I just don't think they can bring in Cap. So, wow. Yeah, this is going to be some interesting stuff. going to be some interesting stuff over the next couple weeks. Um, because the 49ers are probably going to do something this week. What that is going to be, I don't know. Uh, this was definitely not something that anyone was hoping or could foresee happening. Um, it's just tough. And, you know, that's it. It's just, it's really tough right now because you have to come up with an option. And the option, the best option could be Brock Purdy. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping the, I'm keeping the faith. I mean, I've seen backup quarterbacks win Super Bowls, right? Um, Nick Foles, backup quarterback. Jim Hostetler outdueled Frank Reich, who was a backup quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Um, I know it's possible. Uh, I think that when you have a defense like this, it's always possible. Um, so I'm not. I'm definitely not getting negative. I'm just trying to figure it out. My mind is processing exactly where the 49ers go from here. I do expect them to sign a veteran, but who that's going to be, I don't know. And I still think it's going to be somebody to back up Brock Purdy. Um, so I think that that's kind of where they'll go, but we'll see. Um, 
And then Luke says, is Brees still under contract? I think Rivers could come in and ball, honestly, if he wanted to play. I don't know if Brees is still under contract. So that I don't know for sure. Um, so that would be different. I know there had been conversations about him coming back uh, in other locations during the year, but I don't know exactly what would have to happen for Drew Brees to come back or if the 49ers could even convince him to come back. Um, you know, could you get Drew Brees ready for the season? I don't know about that. Uh, Phillip Rivers, you know, I mean, he, he's still one of those guys that can compete. Um, I do think the 49ers will reach out to some people. I don't think they're, you know, they want to go into games with Brock Purdy and, and Jacob Eason as their quarterbacks. Uh, so they'll be looking and, you know, what went from being the strongest quarterback room in the NFL coming out of training camp with uh, Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy has become, you know, one of the weakest now with the two injuries to the top guys. Uh, but not for lack of trying. I mean, that's the thing. They've continued to bring in players that can really help. Uh, so um, Luke says, Ant, Rivers said he would consider coming back if the situation was right. He said that on Monday Night Football coverage with Peyton and Eli. So, I mean, yeah, he'd be an option if Kyle, if Kyle felt like he wanted to bring him in to run the offense. I mean, he's definitely, the weapons are definitely here for somebody like Phillip Rivers if he felt like he was in shape enough to come in and try to win a championship. Um, T.O. says Frank Reich is available. You're right, he is. And maybe he wants his his chance, his second chance to go ahead and get it. Uh, Brad says, I think Brock Purdy is the guy until he isn't. Yeah, I mean, I I think he's the guy if Kyle Shanahan thinks he is, right? I think so. Um, uh, Jan says, Jimmy broken foot out for the season. Just too bad. Um, just, just too bad. Shooter says, never has a rookie quarterback won the Super Bowl, but can Bur Purdy be the first? There's always got to be a first. And it, I mean, it, it looks like if the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl, it's going to come down to Brock Purdy, uh, Mr. Irrelevant. What a story that would be if Mr. Irrelevant is the one that comes in and wins the Super Bowl or helps the 49ers win the Super Bowl. Uh, they have one of the most elite defenses in the entire league. I don't even think that's a question. It's it, it just makes plays. It's slowed down one of the best offenses in the league today. So, I mean, they're going to be in every single football game. Um, it's just it's it's rough. Uh, Joe says Brady backup, Warner backup, backups are quarterbacks. Purdy is a starter now. You're right. Uh, Brady was a backup. Uh, you know, Warner was a backup. Uh, the thing with Warner was, you know, Warner had been around for a little bit uh, as far as you know he had win and had that arena football thing and all that. But I mean, you're right. It, it, Purdy is a, the backup. That's how they start and then they take over and they make plays. You're right. That happens. Um, Eli is another name. I don't think Eli is coming back. I think Eli is going to stay retired. Sure. Uh, uh, so Quest for Six says Breeze was on his last year of his deal in New Orleans. So if that's true, um, then you know that would be something interesting. Davis says, does anyone else think Purdy looks exactly like Mac Jones, at least in football gear? Uh, I think. I mean, I think they look similar to a point. I do think I. I mean, I'm, I'd am i rather have Brock Purdy for whatever reason. I'm just not a huge Mac Jones fan. Um, but, yeah. Kaylee uh, says the animal Brock Purdy. Ooh, I like when you put the animal in there. That helps. Uh, yeah, Joe Rockstar says we got the deal for defense. We can win with anyone. Uh, well, it's going to be put to the test. I mean, this is literally one of the best defenses um, in a long time. I mean, in the last five games, what they've given up, seven points, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, the the stat they put up that if the 49ers would have been able to hold 
the Dolphins to no points in the second half, you know, for a fifth straight week. It would have been the first time since 1938-39. Uh, that's before the merger. Like, that's some crazy stuff um, right there. That's some really crazy stuff. So this defense is in rare air. They're one of the best, you know, to do it. They're able to fly around. They have, I mean, they're doing all this without a without um, Emmanuel Mosley. I mean, they lose guys and they just keep, you know, studding it up. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, it is really really crazy. And we got a lot of people commenting on uh, Mac Jones. Not fans of Mac Jones. Uh, Brad Jones says Drew Brees got struck by lightning. I live to tell the story, and that's not a man of destiny to win another Super Bowl. I don't know what is. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what happened. Right, he got struck by lightning. He's a man of destiny, and and he will come back and win a Super Bowl. Uh, WTM with the super chats is great. W confidence gets higher and higher and higher. They just find new ways to win. The San Francisco 49ers continue to find ways to win football games. Uh, this this defense is leading the way. 49ers getting timely third down. So that was a, one of the big stories in this game. The Dolphins were not converting on third down, and the 49ers were. And when you do not convert on third down, you cannot extend drives. And that's how you only get 19 minutes um, of time of possession. That's not good. Uh, Luce has had to leave for a minute. Can we expect Kinlaw to help us soon also? Kyle said that Kinlaw was getting close, um, but he said it with a devilish grin. So you never know if that's true. Uh, the thought was, right, that if since they put uh, Elijah Mitchell on the IR with the thought that he would be coming back, for the playoffs, so that meant either Kinlaw wasn't coming back or Trey Lance wasn't coming back. Um, and I do believe Trey Lance is the one that's not coming back. So I think Kinlaw's going to come back, but when, I don't know. But he just said he was getting close. Hopefully he will get close. Luke says, first preseason game identified that Purdy was a baller, win or lose. He plays with guts. Uh, so with limited mistakes, he will always have a chance to win, but they're going to have to play hard. Yeah, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens with him having a full week of practice, you know, practicing with the ones, trying to get the chemistry, um, like that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, WTM says, Coach Ant, are you mad at Hufanga, LOL? I'm not mad at Hufanga, but I was disappointed that Hufanga jumped the crosser on Trent Sherfield. He had Fred Warner underneath. Um, he did not need to jump that, and Sherfield was going right into Dion with Lenore's coverage. Lenore had the other third. Uh, so it was not going to be a play. Even if he makes a catch, he's going to get tackled for a limited gain. Uh, stay deep over on Tyreek Hill. Do not allow Tyreek that freedom over the middle. That's why Traverius Ward turned him loose. Um, so you just don't, you can't have those things. And I think sometimes Talanu Funga, I mean, he's very instinctual. Uh, he understands film very well. Sometimes he takes chances and those chances haven't always worked out. Sometimes they're wonderful and he makes plays. And other times they end up being big plays against the 49ers. So um, I like when he takes chances, but it's some of that give and take. You got to be, you know, you got to be smart in those situations. And the one thing you can't give up is a huge, quick touchdown, you know, that cuts the lead in half that fast. Make them earn it. Make them make those throws over the middle to Sherfield and get catches and have to move the sticks and get first downs and use clock. Uh, that is more important than giving up those whole shots in those situations. Mike says Purdy does does have guts, man, for sure. Much respect for Purdy stepping up uh, when his number is called. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, watching him come in and just make the plays that he made in this game, I thought he did a really good job, and uh, I was excited about that. Um, so I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely take it. Um, 
but hopefully hopefully the 49ers you know can continue this streak and that Brock Purdy can really take hold uh you know and get more comfortable in this offense get more comfortable you know with you know what he's going to be doing as the number one guy uh for the 49ers and and I see Jan said had said earlier uh sign Carmazzi are you talking about Gio Carmazzi that that's ridiculous freaking hilarious though um yeah, I mean, I, I think that the four yards are going to do something, though. Uh, Steven says they they brought the house at Purdy, and he, he held up well. We have so many weapons. I think he'll play well for at least as well as Jimmy. Um, I'm not sure he can play as well as Jimmy. You know, I, I think that, you know, if he played as well as Jimmy, then the four yards are going to, I mean, they have a really good chance to, to you know, go deep in the playoffs and, and, get, and get to a Super Bowl. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if he has that capabilities in him, but we're going to find out. Uh, the one thing I do know is the moment ain't going to be too big for him. The guy is, I mean, he's, he's cool and he's calm, but, um, you know, I mean, it, it's still, it's, there's a big difference between being Jimmy Garoppolo and, uh, seeing all the looks that he sees and, and understanding this offense inside and out from being a part of it for so long. And then, you know, being a guy like Brock Purdy, who's in his first year, that's trying to pick up all the all the concepts, you know, going in and out of plays, you saw it a little bit with them having to use so many timeouts coming out of huddles uh, because just getting that play called and then him getting into the right call is something that, it, it, you know, you just take for granted with a veteran like Jimmy Garoppolo and something that, you know, he that Nick Mullins is going to have to do better. Um, but I thought that there were a lot of good things that you can at least take in, in, uh, from him that like, hey, yeah, this guy can make some plays in this league. Um, so it's not a loss caused by any, by any um, magnitude. Um, but there's still a lot to do. Luke says, dude, the weapons are trash. If your number one is Kendrick Bourne last year in trouble, Myers is okay. Oh, so we're talking about Patriots. Um, WTM says, what grade do you give our O-line today? I thought they did pretty good. I thought, you know, uh, Aaron Banks is still struggling with some of the stunts up front. Uh, but overall, I thought the O-line, you know, held up as well as they could with all the zero blitzes and stuff. I'm going to go ahead and give the, give the O-line a B- minus today. I thought they were uh, better than last week, which is a good sign. Chris Lowe says this team is jinxed. Should have won it last year. Just too much to overcome with Purdy. Well, we're going to find out. You know, I mean, hopefully um, it's not too much to overcome and the 49ers figure out a way. Uh, boy, would it be one of the biggest stories in the history of the NFL if they did figure it out. And anytime you have a defense that plays this well and you have, you know, a play caller like Kyle Shanahan with a run game like the 49ers can have, um, you can find ways. So. That's it. And then traffic says at least Purdy got some, we'll get first team reps. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Um, yeah, he's definitely somebody like, you know, Lucas saying that's had a lot of ability, um, you know, because of he, he was a seasoned college player. You know, he's, he took a lot of snaps. He's the opposite of Trey Lance. Trey didn't have barely any of those snaps, but, um, you know, Brock Purdy, he had a bunch of snaps in college. So I think that's something to remember as well. You know, that's that's good for the, Good for the 49ers. I mean, there's not going to be something, you know, a moment that will feel too big for him, I think. Lou says, can we expect teams to bring the house every week at Purdy? Also, even if we sign a vet, how will that help in the short term? Uh, it's probably not going to help in the short term. It'll probably be up to um, Brock Purdy, you know, for the for the short term. Um, and, I mean, I'm just thinking probably a veteran to come in behind him, you know, unless it is one of those big names like everyone's been talking about. Uh Oh yeah, I can. You can expect teams to load the box, try to take away the 49ers' run game, and to make Brock Purdy beat them. And they'll probably go with their with a zero blitz and come after him. And 
He's going to have to find ways to navigate it, and Kyle Shanahan's going to do like he did today and get the quick screens going and the slants um, and run some of the you know the e- easy rub concepts. That's the only thing. If you go man coverage, it makes it easy for Brock Purdy to be able to determine where to go with the football. Uh, it's a, it's a, eases things up with zone coverage. It makes him read, uh, slows down his processes a little bit. So um, you can be very, you know, very willing to to do that. Just you run the risk of making it easier on Brock Purdy in those situations, and we'll see. Ben says, I'm very impressed. Number 13 is very good. He's accurate, pocket alert, and defense is awesome. The defense is fantastic. Uh, absolutely fantastic. So, um yeah, 40 yards gal says, Ant, sounds like your voice is going. Thanks for battling through tonight. Yeah, of course. It's been a battle all week. Um, sorry I haven't got as much content out over the last week. In fact, I didn't got barely anything out because I was so sick. I'm looking to get back to it this week, but I'm battling through. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sign off. Thank you guys all so much for watching. I hope you guys all enjoyed the 49ers game the way I did. It was a great one. Um, just fantastic time to be a 49er fan. And we'll keep everybody updated on what's going on, you know, at the quarterback situation for what the 49ers end up doing. Uh, but until then, until the next time, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.